Hello and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcasts, blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators. Now please, enjoy the following podcast episode. Welcome to my AP Biology Thoughts podcast. My name is Helena Holly, and I am your host for episode number 109 called Unit 6, Gene Expression and Regulation, Regulation of Gene Expression. Today, we will be discussing the mechanisms of gene expression and regulation in eukaryotes and prokaryotes. Gene expression and its regulation and control is essential for cell specialization in eukaryotes. All cells have the same information. However, their differences in function come from which genes they express. As you go through development, cells are differentiated. The way this happens is by specific transcription factors and translation controls that tell the cells which genes they are expressing as you develop. Your basic genetics are not the only thing that determines which genes are expressed. Epigenetics also play a role. Certain environmental factors that occur in a parent's lifetime can alter the gene expression of offspring. This happens when there are changes in the parent's cells that undergo meiosis to produce gametes. Examples of this include DNA methylation and histone modification. While I was just discussing eukaryotes above, gene expression and regulation is also important in prokaryotes, which I will discuss more later. There are various ways in which gene expression is regulated in eukaryotes. One regulation method is determined by how tightly DNA is wrapped around histone proteins. The tighter the DNA is wrapped, the harder it is for transcription to take place, and certain enzymes can alter how tight or loose it is wrapped, depending on what needs to happen. There are also chromatin-modifying enzymes that can make the DNA more or less accessible. Another regulatory factor is the control elements, which are regulatory sequences on DNA that control the expression of proteins. Alternative RNA splicing helps to regulate post-transcription, as it produces different mRNA from the same gene. Another useful method is mRNA degradation, which is used to break down mRNA if the protein is not needed to be expressed anymore. Finally, various regulatory proteins can block initiation of translation if that is needed. It is also important to note that mRNA is not the only type of RNA used for regulation, and there are various types of non-coding RNA that have different functions in regulation of gene expression. In prokaryotes, there are repressible and inducible operons. The repressible operon genes are able to be silenced, and the inducible operon genes are able to be turned on. The function of these operons is important in gene regulation, 
because if a repressible operon is absent, the repressor is inactive and the operon will be produced. When too much of a repressible operon is in the cell, it will bind to the repressor, which will bind to the operator, preventing any more from being produced. For inducible operons, the process works essentially the opposite of the repressible operons. So briefly, the repressor is active when there is an absence of lac operon, and this is just an example, and it is inactive when there's a there is a presence of lac operon. That's, that's an a inducible operon. Gene expression and regulation is important because any errors in regulation can lead to developmental problems. For example, if a tumor suppressor gene is silenced due to DNA methylation incurring in the parent, the offspring would be very susceptible to cancer and disease. Another reason why regulation of gene expression um, of the expression of genes is important is because not having all genes turned on all the time conserves a lot of energy and space. It is a lot more efficient to only turn on genes when they are required. Additionally, if every gene was being expressed, cells would have to be much larger because DNA has to be unwound in order to tr transcribe and translate it. Thank you for watching this episode of My AP Biology Thoughts. For more student-ran podcasts and digital content, make sure you visit www.hvspn.com. So, for your children's sakes, maybe don't go explore the radiation danger zones.